And we're back with an episode of the MDM Podcast. Joe Morales, Trevor Markowski here on this Football Monday. An exciting Football Monday for a few reasons. Number one, we got the Jets to break down and, and the Knicks too. We're going to touch on, on, on both those teams. But also, a doubleheader show day. We'll do this one here. Like I said, we'll talk about the Jets and the Knicks. And the Giants side of Monday Night Football, we will come on right after and do an instant reaction show. So, Trevor, big day. How you doing, man? I, I'm doing what you're excited about the Jets. I mean, that was a pretty bad game. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. I, I got a lot to say on this game. I don't know, I don't know about you, but I mean, I, I got a lot to say on this game. A lot to say on this game. What, the Jets are bad? <laughs> well, you, if you want to beat the dead horse, of course. But I mean, there's a, there's, a, there's a few routes we can go here. Like I said, we'll talk about the Jets. I want to get into the next struggles towards the back end. But there's a few ways we can go with the Jets. Number one, this is a game they should have very much won. Miami is not a good team, and I mean you could argue they're on the same level as the Jets. So this is a game they very much should have won. And if you're a Jet fan, this is the same garbage you see every weekend. You can change the quarterback, you can change the uniforms, you can change the coach. It doesn't matter. They always seem to find a new way to lose. And even against a bad team like Miami, whose quarterback, Tua, is inconsistent as can be, they found a way to lose. Now, they get a good game from Flacco. Um, that's besides the point. We'll get into the controversy with Flacco in a bit. But it's going to go down as another game with one too many costly penalties. Mm-hmm. And by the way, the Jets have been playing well at home this year because they were 2-2 two two coming into it. It'd be the Titans and Bengals at home. You're absolutely right. So they were playing well at home, and they still couldn't get the win. You're absolutely right. I mean, if and, you, you go ahead. And you know the fact that I, I, I'll, I'll give Flacco one credit. He didn't turn the ball over. I, I'll get. I knew he had one fumble loss. No, I think I think Flacco played a very respectable game, man. He threw for almost three hundred yards and no interceptions. That's a very respectable game. I I thought the Jets told him play a conservative type of game. Mm. Which, 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 by the way, they've been doing all year. They did it with Mike White, and they also did it with Zach Wilson. They played a very conservative well, I game. Think they brought in Flacco because he's a veteran, and he and they and they were trying to cut down the turnovers, which right. they did. Right. Is that why you think they, they started they started Joe Flacco this week? Well, that and the fact that uh, White wasn't one hundred percent. And I'm sorry, I mean that Wilson wasn't one hundred percent. Yeah, right. why wouldn't they go with Mike White? I I, I think it was time for a change. I would have and... went with Mike White because I mean. We, he had the good game and a half. You know, he had a bad game against the Bills. What, at least see what you got in, in, in Mike White. Why do you got to turn to Joe Flacco? Joe, if Mike White would have played, you think the Jets would have won? No, I'm, I'm not saying they would have. I don't think, like I guess I don't think Flacco's playing a bad game. But at least, like, see what you got in Mike White. You need more than two games to, 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 to you know, um, the jury was still out. You still need more I, than a game and a half to see what you got in Mike I White. I understand. I understand your point there, Joe. Now, both teams had a lot of penalties. Jets, the Dolphins had eight penalties for 62 yards. The mm-hmm. Jets had seven for 48 yards. So it was a, a sloppy game or undisciplined game, to say the least, on both sides. No, absolutely. And if you want to look from the Jets' perspective, the first one to me, and this, there were three of them, the first one to me, and we'll go through all of them, was John Franklin Myers and his unnecessary roughing the passer at the beginning of the fourth quarter on third and goal from the five. And after he roughs the passer, after he roughs Tua, it allows the Dolphins to get into the end zone for the eventual game winner. And, I mean, 
JFM got paid in October 7th. And since then, I have the numbers to back it up. But I don't want to be rude, but John Franklin, he's been as useful as a white crayon. He consistently, since getting paid, has been awful. He doesn't get near the quarterback. And we spent the first three weeks praising this guy. Where has he been? He's had one sack since getting paid. Yeah, it seems like when he's gotten paid, he hasn't done anything. And you know what, dear Joe? We go back to the fact that, and it's a big game because if you take a look at it, the way it is that the last year, you go, well, you know, if the Jets win this game, they still have a small shot at the playoffs. Because there would be three wins behind, and you figured they still have some life. Would you agree with that? I wasn't, I, I wasn't even looking at that, Trevor. I was looking, with the way the defense was playing, I, I was not looking at the playoffs. Absolutely not. Well, I'm just, I'm just telling you the way, you know, as a, as a, as a coach and a player, the way you got to go, and you're optimistic, you're saying, well, the Jets still shut up the playoffs if they win. I don't think they were going to make it anyway. All right, well, all right we'll, we'll go down that route. Continue. And since they lost now, all hope is gone. And on a winnable game where, you know, at, you know, at some points there, Joe, don't you think the Jets probably should have won this game? Oh, absolutely. Whether it was, I mean, did you... it was it was costly penalties. It was a couple of Matt Amendola missed field goals. The Dolphins also missed a field goal for themselves. And now, now to be fair to you, the Jets never had the lead. No, yeah, sorry, they, they, they never they, they did not have the lead, Trevor. But had the lead. Go, go ahead. They tied it. They never had the lead. But yeah, you know, you know, you talked about the missed field goals. They lost by seven, and it was definitely some points left left on the board. No, absolutely. I mean, every one of these, and I'll continue down the list in a second, but every one of these big jet penalties eventually results in a Dolphin touchdown. The next one was Quentin Williams, who racked up a, this one's not a touchdown, it's a field goal, but Quentin Williams looks like he racked up a big sack on third down, and you gotta remember, like we said before, the wind at MetLife was bad yesterday, so both teams missed some field goals, you know, some easier than others, but Williams... Sacks two were back to the 40, setting up about a 50-yard field goal, which, again, wasn't a guarantee. But hold up. A defensive holding on C.J. Mosley. I Unreal. This, that, that moved Miami back, and or excuse me, moves Miami up, and Hack hits the field goal, which eventually iced the game. These two penalties right here directly resulted in points, and you could argue cost of the game. There were a couple things. But, I mean, I gave you two penalties there. I think, personally, those cost in the game. Which you could also say that holding did give him a first down. It did. And it gave him a whole new life. Trevor, we're and talking about Miami possibly punting and them making it a two-score game. Because remember, the Jets also came back and, and hit a, they hit a field goal in the third. So so that right there, it, it completely iced the game. Because it, it, it would have been a one-score game with the Jets having the opportunity to go up the field and score. That's right. Yeah. And, you know, it just... You know, you know that's just what bad teams do. They make mistakes, and the Jets are obviously a bad team. Well, absolutely. And and I, another mistake that, that I know is that let's go back to the first quarter on Miami's opening drive, which, first of all, before I get to that, Trevor, am I the only one, and, and you can think about this, am I the only one that has a problem with the Jets when they win the coin toss to put that god-awful defense on the field to start the game? Why on earth would you want your offense to, 
starting the game losing. Because you know it's going to happen. The Jet defense sucks. You know you're going to start the game losing. Why would they go through that? I don't know. I don't know. Um, now, did it make a difference in the end? I don't know. What? Um, you know, I I, 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 I think the, the big problem, I think the biggest story is here, Joe. Not about the loss. Obviously, the loss. But who's going to be the quarterback next week, I think, is going to be the biggest story. Oh, yeah. Would you agree? Would you agree with that? And would you? I, I do. But would you agree? It's all dependent on the health of Zach Wilson. Here's my question to you. I know what I would do. If all three are healthy, black or white, Wilson, I take Wilson. Now I don't know what you think, there, John. I don't know if you agree with me. What do you think? No, oh, I, I completely agree. This, this is the year about. This is the year of Zach Wilson, right? It is. Well, it's supposed to. Be. So I mean, if if he's one hundred percent healthy, and that's what this all goes down to. If he is not 100% healthy, then you don't start him. But if he is ready to go, and over the final, uh, how many games do we got left here, Chuck? Uh, one, two, three, I... four, six, it's six or seven. Over the final six or seven games, if Zach Wilson is ready to go, I absolutely start him. I wouldn't even consider starting Black or White. This is the year of Zach Wilson, Trevor. Yeah, I I, 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 I agree. Now, now wait, wait, did just start six or seven games have to play? We're playing Houston, uh, Houston. What a game that is! Houston, and you could ask my fantasy team; they they were well aware of this. Houston picks off Ryan Tannehill four times yesterday. Yeah. Now you take a look at the at the at the uh, the the playoff thing here, Joe. I think Chargers are at six and four. By the way, Joe, with that win yesterday by the Dolphins, the Dolphins have a the Dolphins have put themselves back in with a chance. Potentially sneak up for a playoff spot, wouldn't you agree? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're, how many games are they on right now? Four and seven. Yeah, four, okay, so Denver's five and five. They're kind of very inconsistent. Mm-hmm. The Raiders are a complete mess. Mm-hmm. The Browns are six and five. I think they're a mess too. I know they won yesterday, but they beat the Lions. Not impressively. The Colts are six and five. They've been playing very well mm-hmm. all of a sudden. Uh-huh. Steelers are five, four, and one. So. That is gonna that is gonna come back to bite someone in the end because they have the tying, not the loss. Yes, the Bills are six and four. I thought they were better than six and four. Trevor, this team, I don't know what's going on with the Bills. I, are they just not right? I, they have trouble beating good teams. If you look at all their wins, Trevor, all the Bills wins are against bad teams. Mm-hmm. Then you have the Chargers at six and four, which, you know, they're all right. And then the Bengals are at six and four, and they've. Throwing in some head scratching losses, in my opinion, mm-hmm. but they've had some very good wins. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of inconsistency, and you know, the Dolphins are not out of this. No, no, they're, they're, well, they're, they're probably not. And the Texans, Jaguars, and the Jets are the only teams, in my opinion, that are out. They're done. Season. They're done. I can't wait to hear you tonight. What you say about the Giants and, and their chances? Well, first off, you should be able to just tell from my picks this week. By the way. I did get the Ravens one right, and I give you a lot of credit with the Texans, and you got the Lions one right too. Is that correct? Told you. I told you they were money picks. I told you. Did, did you Did you sweep? Did you get the last one? Too? No, I Jackson. I think Jackson got destroyed, right? Yeah, they got destroyed. So yeah. I gave you a lot of credit for two out of the three. Thank you. I had the Ravens, so I had one win, and the Saints almost, almost with the back door covered. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get there in the end, but I still have one to go tonight. I'm just telling you, Trevor. The Giants win their game out of the playoffs. Game out. Do you think? Right? No, absolutely not. I, I, I'm telling you what, I think 
it's the worst possible thing that the Buccaneers coming in with two losses in a row. Has, worst I, thing. I saw a weird stat. Is it, is it true Tom Brady's never lost three in a row? Three regular season games in a row? Yeah. I No, that was Russell Wilson heading into yesterday. He lost. Yes. So, yeah. Well, the, talk about a team in free fall, Trevor. Yeah. I, I think that might be true. But I'll tell you what, that Joe, I, I, I think Tampa comes out and plays a really good game tonight. That's well, just my opinion. Well, here's the deal, Trevor. I feel, and I was going to say it for tonight, but why the hell not? We'll do it now. I was, well, I'm at the point right now for the with the Giants where, you know, these close games aren't going to cut it. If they are in the game, I expect them to win now. There are no more excuses. Aside from Sterling Shepard, they are back and healthy. Andrew Thomas is back. Saquon's back. Kenny Galladay's healthy. Tony's healthy. Slayton's healthy. The offense weapons are back, Trevor. There are no excuses anymore. They got to win these games. Well, the problem is gave me a defense because the Bucks' offense, in my opinion, is is good. Yeah, oh, absolutely. But I mean, now, they they, they got to put up points though. That that is their problem. They got to put up points. Well, it's against the Giants' defense. That should not be a problem. Well, I guess we'll wait and see. I guess we'll have to see now. Close games. The, Go ahead. The, 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 the Giants have lost a lot of close games this season. Do you yes. think that will come back to bite them? What's up? Because they should not be. What, what are they right now? Three and six? three and six. It shouldn't be three and six in my opinion. No, it should be more. It should be more like you know, if you want to say maybe five and four and five six, and, maybe five, five and what would five and what get you five and four? Five and yeah, something like that. I, I agree. They, they're probably around there. I mean, look at the games against. Let's see who they play. Washington that should have been a win. Atlanta that should have been a win. Kansas City was very close. You could you, you argue think- that should have been a win. Do you think if do you think the season's on the line tonight, Joe? Mm, let's see if they lose. What are they? They're two games out if they lose. But they got to jump a lot of teams though. Yeah, but I mean, look at the schedule. They come. Philadelphia, Miami, Chargers are good. Cowboys are tough. Philadelphia, now, Chicago, and Washington. Now, when we looked at the schedule a month ago, that Philadelphia game is now, in my opinion, much harder than. The yes. Oh, the the two Philadelphia games are much harder. I agree. Because Philly has been playing very well. I completely agree. I mean, um, if you look at the NFC playoff picture right now, you think Philadelphia is one of these teams that sneak in? I think they're better than New Orleans right now. I think they're better than Minnesota right now. So I would definitely say Philadelphia has definitely become much better yeah. or much tougher game than it did a month ago. Absolutely. Here's, here's the schedule I'm pulling up right now here, Joe. Just right here. So Tampa Bay tonight, I don't think – I think even if the Giants play their best game, I don't think they win. So at home to Philadelphia – now that is a more much tougher game than it was a month ago. Mm-hmm. So that's I think that's a 50-50 game. Would you agree with that? This is on the at home or on the road? Home. Okay, yeah, on the road that they, they lose that game. They don't I win. Think... They don't win Philadelphia. At Miami, now that game has become more tougher than it did a month ago. Mm-hmm. Because Miami's been playing better of late. Mm-hmm. At the Chargers, I, that's a tough game. Yep. Home to Dallas, that's a tough game. I I don't know if they you think they beat Dallas. Probably not. At Philadelphia, they never seem to win Philadelphia, so so they they they, they won't win that game. Mm-hmm. Oh, at Chicago, they should win that game. Mm-hmm. They should. And home to Washington, they should win that game too. Would you agree with that? Yeah. So if you think about it, they 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 should have they should have at least five wins. Then the big question becomes: Is what happens in between Tampa Bay and Week Eleven and Week Sixteen? What happens in those games? Because, I, you know, I think they get six wins in the end. I think they beat Chicago, they beat Washington, 
and a split with Philly. And that that is six, that's six and eleven. Do you think? What do you think is going to happen? Do you think they get six wins? Uh do I think they get six wins? Uh, I it, it's it's an okay number. Oh, I will say this though, Trevor. Regardless of anything, at six wins, everyone's out the door. GM, coaches, everyone's gone. Do you think my Do you think my predictions are you know reasonable? You yeah, think? no, they're win? reasonable. They're reasonable. Because you know, you know, I would have thought we thought a month ago the Giants could have gotten a lot more wins. Yeah, the, t- the schedule has definitely become much tougher in the last couple of weeks. This has been a roller coaster. After st- after starting what they were, they got the win against Carolina. I mean, uh, when they lost to the Rams, they were what one in five. Yeah. At one in five, I thought they were winning. They were winning three games this year. Then at three games, you could see them winning six now. So it's been a roller coaster this year for the Giants. Well, I'll tell you what, the Joe. I'm just saying, it's become the my the two Philly games and the Miami game will become much tougher. Yes, absolutely. Because I think in the Miami game now, I don't think they'll be favorites now. Uh, it's in Miami. Yeah. Yeah, you know, when do we play them? Two we I think we'd have to see how they do against uh, Philadelphia first. And I, well, I could I, I couldn't tell you who Miami's playing. I don't know. Now now the now the, uh, the game at home def- now first off it depends what they do against Tampa Bay tonight. Mm-hmm. With the uh, with the Liners. but it's it's you know first off I think I, I, I think it'll it'll be interesting too because Brian Flores is playing for his job also. Yes. He's coaching now, he, for let's his job. See. I'm looking up the Giants and Eagles line right now, Joe, and mm-hmm. I, 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 I want you to guess. What do you, what do you think the line is? It's probably Philadelphia three. So Joe is saying Philadelphia three and a half. Three and a half, okay. And that's, we got Thanksgiving game this week. Yes, isn't that exciting? I, I'm all the, the Bears Lions game. That's just an awful game. Are you, I, I'm still watching, of course. Still watching Raiders Cowboys. That's become a that becomes a really that's good game. That's probably the best game of the day. How about Bill Saints? That's a really good game too. It is, but I I tend to um forget about that game because you know normally I'm driving home from Thanksgiving dinner. That, that game's usually a a wash. Well, I understand, but but it's it's a really important game for both teams. Yes, yes. So sure. the NFL got really lucky this year. Yes, no, I agree. Trevor, so, do you uh, do you host Thanksgiving? I do. Just you and your immediate well, family, or you have other people over? Immediate family, grandparents, but you know I I, I don't cook. But you know, who who does the cooking? Uh, my mom does. Okay. You know. I, I I don't I don't chef it up there, Joe. Oh, okay. I needed to watch balance. Do do you chef it up? For no, absolutely. Usually Christmas Eve I chef it up. Oh, what do you make? Fish. You see, I don't like fish. Italian culture on Christmas Eve is the feast of seven fishes. Well, I have I have a hand know, in that. You know what, Joe? You can stink up your house. I'm not doing it. <laughs> it's delicious, man. So 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 is that your is that the one time you cook for the year? Is just the fishes? Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. That's 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 the one big one we do. So that so Joe's a one hit wonder. You don't cook yes. for the other. Yes, exactly. I, you just cook for one day. So, sometimes on the Fourth of July, I'll do some stuff. Trevor, I make a mean hot dog. A mean hot dog. Yes. You know, I think for one Fourth of July, I think I better come down and try your. You, hot you dog. got you. You absolutely should come down and I, I'll, I'll treat you to one. A little day, a little day at the Freehold Racetrack, Trevor, and, and one of my famous hot dogs. How does that sound? <laughs> what are we gonna call it? Joe's famous hot dogs. <laughs> I'll open up a, a stand like Nathan's. Gonna, you, you, can't, you can't do that. You gotta get a different logo. How about? <laughs> I'm trying to think. How about? Jeez. How about MDM Joe's famous hot dogs? If if the, if the show's name's on it, your name's gotta be on it too. 
Yeah, but I don't cook. I can't cook. Yes, yo, you can cook. Come on, you can make. I, a, you I, you, I, you I, can I make a hot dog, dog, right? Are you one of those people where if you turn on the stove, the house burns down? I think so. <laughs> oh, brother. So, so if you're if you're ever looking for an insurance scan to burn your house down, <laughs> call me over. I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> Trevor, we'll, we'll, we'll leave your email and phone number in, in the description. They can give you a call. Shoot me an email. And anybody out there, call me over. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, this show is getting taken down, Trevor. <laughs> uh, one more point on the football. Um, the New York teams own the number two pick, the five, the six, and the seven pick. So we will have yet another action-packed football spring. As oh, we have oh, a lot over the last five or six years. Wait a minute. The, the, the Giants have two picks and the Jets have two picks? The Giants have the Bears pick, which is number six right now, actually below them. And the Jets have the Seattle Seahawks pick at number five. I, who ever thought the Seahawks would be picking in the top five? Unreal. Unreal. The, the, the injury to Russ, and then now they're now they're, they're, they're a team in free fall. I don't think Russ is 100% right now. No, he, ob- he obviously. And he has no offensive line. He can't do anything. No, that that's that's awesome. And also, I think one thing we got to be worried about when it comes to springtime, Philadelphia has got three first round picks, all in the top sixteen, as of right now. Well, yeah, that should be concerning. There, yeah. Joe. Well, Joe, turning the page a little bit, Joe, your Nets at the Cavs tonight. What do you think? Yes, uh, I think we're getting a little healthier. So Joe Harris is still out, Bruce Brown is still, out, but KD will be back. Against um twelve and five, you like to start so far? Yeah, no, I, I I can't complain, especially you know you know Trevor, it's really you can't minimize it. It's really hard to win without you know a player who averaged you know close to thirty points for you last year. That is a huge hole that they're missing, and I think they've done it an is. unbelievable job of uh, of doing business without him. Do you think Kyrie's coming back at any point this season? I I can't tell you, man. I don't know. If Do I had think- to guess, yes, I think when the team, I think near playoff time, you know, Kyrie Irving makes a a big return. So, so you think he's out for at least the rest of this year? Mm, no, I think by the time we get to playoffs. Well, we're talking talk about for the calendar year. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Trevor, to me right now, talking town is the Knicks, and not because there's only fourteen Net fans. I have the one of them, but uh, the, the the New York Knicks struggles happen to be real, and for a while it was Julius Randle, but it seems he's turned the corner. But scoring points, like we said earlier in the year, was going to be an issue. After all, they don't really have that one superstar you typically have on, in, in a modern-day NBA team. But I don't think anyone imagined the Knicks get off to a, to this worse of a start. They went 5-1. and one. They have now fallen back to 9-8. and eight. And they are, what are they, 4-6 and six in the last 10? But when you watch how... Emmanuel quickly and R.J. Barrett, Evan Fournier, and Kemba Walker, how they've all been playing. If you're a Knicks fan, you have the right to be very upset, Trevor. I mean, the second half of the back-to-back was against Chicago yesterday. And by no stretch of the imagination would it be easy. But it's frightening when R.J. Barrett, Evan Fournier, and Kemba Walker go a combined 6-for-28. In, in, in no circumstances that, okay, you're not going to win like that. I would say the Knicks fans out there, it's still November, so things could absolutely turn around. Right. But, I mean, look and at the teams that have leapfrogged them in a, in a very weak Eastern Conference, by the way. So far. So far. Yes. And I mean, um, te- by the way, teams like Milwaukee, uh, Atlanta, they, Philadelphia, they've all gotten off to extremely slow starts. I agree. Now, I think teams like Milwaukee and Atlanta will get better. Yes, Milwaukee's season. won three in a row. 
and so is Atlanta's so, with four in a row. So they will be they yeah, are picking it up. Yeah, I, I I think the Knicks will get better too as the season goes on. Mm-hmm. I I you know, you take a look now. All it takes is one win, mm-hmm. one win, especially a comeback win. I don't care who is against. All it takes is one win, and the switch could go on. And I think the Knicks really need that, in my opinion. I understand that, so, but I, when when they're when they're you know having trouble and in the final two minutes having to put their starters in against the Houston Rockets, it's a cause for concern. I mean, if you're a Nick fan, are you not concerned about the way R.J. Barrett's played in the last ten games? I mean, you're wondering what what do you got to do to get this guy going? I I, I hey I agree, and it, it 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 should be a level of concern. I'm just pulling up the box score from yesterday mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Barrett yesterday, well, 16% field goal. That's just pitiful. I, I, <laughs> I can shoot better. He had nine points yesterday. You know, the one thing about RJ Barrett, I'll say, is there, he went two for 12. There's never a shot that he doesn't like. Yes. Obviously. Now, Randall had 34. He played great. R- Randall's Nolan, turned the corner, Nolan, yes. Nolan's Noel, he went good, too. He went three for four. He had six points. Mm. All right. And when Fournier, I don't think he played that good. He went one for seven. No. Kemba went three for nine. I think Kemba needs to shoot the ball a little bit more. Yes, in my opinion. I agree. I, Alec Burks, thirteen. I thought he played well, and Derek Rose, another guy. I think he needs to get going a little bit. Little cold yesterday, three for eleven. Quickly, he was okay. Oh, I, Obi Toppin, I think he's played better. Obi Toppin has played very well. He's dealt with some injuries, but he's been he's been phenomenal when he's played. I agree. And Joe, what, what's your thoughts about the Bulls, by the way? 12 and 5. I, I was about to say, man, uh, what they've done with Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan is, is unbelievable. And what's also been great is that they're they're establishing a bench, too. Kobe White's look great. Derek Jones on the bench has all looked, they've all looked great. Yeah. Yeah. I'll really say, you, you take a look at the East. You have the Bulls, the Nets, and the Wizards, 11 and 5, 12 and 5, 12 and 5. Then after that, there, Joe, I don't really see a, you know, a, Real standout teams, right? The Heat are eleven and six. I think they've been playing okay. Mm-hmm. The Hornets are ten and eight. All right. Cavs are nine and eight. They're all right. Everybody after that has just been playing okay, except for the Pistons and the Magic. They've just been terrible. Where Charlotte and and and, and Cleveland are, not not that I was saying they'll be in the exact spots, but Milwaukee and, and Atlanta, we thought would be in those spots right now. Yeah, this happened to but not be. I, I I think they'll get there. I do too. I do too. Trevor, and, um, go ahead. And, you know, you take a look, you know, by the way, the Warriors are playing tremendous. Ball. Oh, it's it unreal. And, 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 and the Sunday 12, one 12 in the road, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you, you take a look at that. Even in the West, too, you take a look after those two teams. And the Jazz have been playing well, I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Those two. After that, I don't, you know, the Clippers have been playing okay. Your Lakers got to get going. The Mavs have, Mavs and the Nuggets, they've been losing. They lost three in a row, four in a row. You know, I, I don't really, I don't, you know, after, after those Three teams. I don't think anybody in the West has been really playing that great as well. Your, your Lakers got to get going. They got. Hey, we got to. I'll tell you what, Joe. That big comeback win last night. Maybe, maybe that sparks something. By the way, LeBron should be suspended fifty games from what he did. I, I, I was meaning. First of all, he should be suspended. I completely agree with you for a long time. Um, I was meaning article last night. If you look at the history of that type of play, how many games he's been suspended. I'm talking about the history of how other people mm-hmm. been suspended. They said it should be around two or three games. That's it. That's what that's what some that's what that's what somebody said. saying that normally the way the NBA handles those type of situations is about two or three games you're suspended about. He needs now, something. he needs something. 
Now, I don't know if it's because of LeBron James. He shouldn't be, you know, he's not going to get suspended, which is not right either. He, he, he should get suspended just because he, just, be, just because LeBron James doesn't mean he get suspended. Right. And this is as a fan of the team, I'm telling right. you what should right. happen. Right. And Isaiah Stewart should get suspended as well because what he did afterwards, going all through those people, that was way out of line. <laughs> I, well, what would you do with that? I, I guess, yeah. I feel like I would have reacted the same way, though, if I got punched in the face but, like that. But you, you cannot do that. You can't mole officials down. And all that. <laughs> I mean, I, I think he should get at least a game or two suspended. Would you agree I, with that? Yeah, I guess. I guess. But now we're to the Lakers in 99. We got him. Probably, believe it or not, believe it or not, Joe, the Lakers are actually 3 0 in overtime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great. If you believe it or not. And, you know, they played a lot of close games, if you notice. Mm-hmm. A lot of close games for some reason. But I, I'll tell you what, the Joe, I think, I don't know what you think, but I think we're going to get it going. I think so. I think I think the win last night has propelled a uh, a uh, a little streak going here. I don't know what you think. There you go. You got the Knicks next up on. Well, both teams tomorrow. are struggling. Somebody's struggling. are going to come so, to someone's going to win. That, that's a fun game at the Garden. What do you think? What do you think the lowest ticket price is? I'll be two hundred dollars. I'm on Vivid Seats from ESPN. Two hundred thirty-six bucks. And that's probably the roof. <laughs> Actually, Chase Bridge. I've actually sat in these seats. They're very nice. Chase Bridge. It's 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 it literally is the roof though. But you're like hanging over the 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 court. It's very nice. But two hundred thirty six bucks. Thirty six. I don't know. I'd rather stay at home. You know, watch for free. Well, you know, I might go on tonight, Joe. Never know. Might, okay. Might might take a look at because I looked earlier and it was like a week ago. Mm-hmm. It's still are. And I kind of. Out. But now thirty six dollars has drawn interest back in a little bit. Yeah, they, they still are very expensive. Still yeah. are very, but you know, ne- never hurts to look though. That's very true. That's very true, man. Ne- never hurts to look. I- I'll take a look tonight. But I think the Lakers get it going, and they have a back to back come up. I think they play. It's the Knicks tonight. I think it's the Pacers t- Wednesday. I think yes, at the Pacers. So a nice East Coast start. There you go. Lucky you. Oh, so, you know, it's been a very interesting season to say the least. All right. All right, man. Trevor, we'll be back tonight following Giants Bucks. But for now, I'm Joe Morales at Trevor Malkowski. This has been the MDM Podcast.